Plus, you're a prankster when you're 13. What if you were like, hey, I need to go through this expensive what? surgery. Boom, gang. <laughs> Damn it. I was going to use that joke. <laughs> ah, yeah. You son of a bitch. Punch. Hey. The Dark Tower fucking sucked. You didn't see it, did you? None of us saw it, yeah. but like that's all is that's going to be a thing. Everyone talking about, man, could you believe the Dark Tower was that bad? And yes. no one will have seen it. Yeah, but I, I mean, if you ask me, can you believe the Dark Tower was terrible? I would tell you yes immediately. Well, there were only three to five hundred classic warning signs yeah. that the movie was going to be terrible. First they, of all, it was like ten years in the making, yeah. and it was not heard from until like two weeks ago. They didn't let any uh, critics see it until like four minutes before the movie came out. Really? Yeah, they didn't let them see it until I think Wednesday. So that's always so bad is when like, yeah. the people who made the movie were like, man, this movie sucks. Right. Dick. So it's like they are <laughs> Nobody aware. Nobody was proud it's, of it. Yeah, they're aware that it's bad. That's why all the, the bad reviews started coming out Thursday. Which yeah. is. It was like late Thursday night now. Right. That I think so about it's, it. yeah. they're, they're just essentially hoping like. Hopefully, like nobody uses the internet anymore, and they're maybe... basically banking that their entire poll would be like on the Friday, yeah, when people just hadn't seen reviews yet. They delayed the movie so much because they wanted to wait out the internet. <laughs> they wanted to wait up. <laughs> they wanted they, the grid to go down first. They saw that like there, we were entering a period where people were checking the internet kind of often and they were like we definitely can't release the movie when this shit's going on so let's wait a few years and then release the movie like one minute before it's actually out to people that's a pretty tough time to release a movie when you know it's bad though like yeah if i were them i would have just like kept pushing it back until like january february yeah i like that uh there was a lot of um how did this happen how did they make a bad movie like there's like you know how many bad movies are made every year? Yeah, but like how, how did the Secret with, Life of Pets happen? That had a fucking dope cast. Yeah, but the thing with that is that uh, the Dark Tower is based on a Stephen King book, uh. which like people, I think it's like a book or a series or something like that. But mm. people say that it's that those books are awesome, mm-hmm. and then you you take like an it's already written for you basically. Yeah. You take an already awesome idea and yeah. you add Idris Elba and Matthew McConaughey right. to it. How do you make that bad? I it think is, that's a fair question. It is quite shocking, although. I've heard this, uh, word on the street is, not all Stephen King books become good movies. I didn't realize that, but then once I thought about it, I was like, yeah, that's true. That's very true. Like, I didn't realize when I was a kid, when I was a kid, I saw Pet Cemetery, and I was like, oh, the dogs are acting not the way they're supposed to. That's scary. I didn't realize when I was watching it, like, this movie's fucking awful. But, I mean, I, I guess, I don't know if that speaks to Stephen King's writing ability, because I don't think that they would turn a bad book into a movie. Right. But, I mean, you never know. But I will say that Stephen King has written a million books. Yeah. So one or two of them has got to be a snoozer. Yeah, you're not going to bat uh, a fucking thousand. Um, Especially when you're writing books at a uh, at a Red Sox game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what movie I've got to watch? I can't remember. I may have seen it when I was a child. But now, the more I see the previews, I'm like, I may have not seen this movie before. It. Really? Yeah. I've definitely seen that movie. And it fucking haunted my childhood. So that's... Yeah, like... I know that I'm sure I saw it when I was between like eight and eight and a half, mm-hmm. and I just can't like the, the scary movie from when, I, from when I was a kid that I remember seeing was Pet Cemetery, which is I don't know if maybe there's like a detail of Pet Cemetery that makes it more memorable than it, but I don't think I've seen Pet Cemetery. It's you, it's, it's not worth watching. It. Yeah, uh, it, it's but uh, you don't like scary movies. Uh, 
Yes, are correct. You, are you planning on seeing it? Yes, I'm definitely going to see it. Okay. Yeah. Are you excited for it? I am. I am I've, too. I've actually looked up probably once a week when it comes out. Because when does it come out? Because I don't know the thing that. about me, um, unless it's a Heim album, I cannot remember Movies a date of when you. it's coming yeah. out ever. So, but I like that about myself because then, like, when I'm bored one day and I'm, I just like look at the movies that are out, I'm like, oh, that's surprise! <laughs> yeah, you get a little fun surprise. Uh, you know what's sad though? Because this podcast, um, someone posted a picture of a marquee outside a movie theater. Yeah, and it was like it was like an old school movie theater, and it had like six movies that I were playing. Those. I missed and those I was old like, school marquees. Fuck, we've seen all six of those movies. That's I, co- like I don't I, think that's embarrassing. I could go buy a movie theater and or like if I'm like out with a friend and they're like, oh, let's catch a movie. I kind of had to be like, I've actually seen them I've all. I've seen all of those. <laughs> and most of them were by myself. Yep. By choice. <laughs> I don't think, yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm not embarrassed by that. Yeah, I mean, we're not embarrassed by much it's here on the It's easier for me, though, to pull that off because I'm unemployed. That's true. You're oh just God. filling all of your free time with seeing movies by yourself. I, well, I, I drive past a movie theater on the way home from work every night, and there's something very, um, Remember I talked about this with Feidelberg when we were doing the Friday Night Lights podcast. Um, we both were very strong team because uh, we always had to find times to record them. And Feidelberg and I, I remember, were both very strong team record them on Friday nights. Mm-hmm. So then you don't have to worry about Friday night anymore. Like that, like that, that can just be your Friday and get to bed at a reasonable hour and your, your fucking night's done and that's over. So, uh, so you're a big Friday movie person? No, I'm, well, I'm saying like, it's a good feeling if say I leave CSN at like six or seven, something like that. If there's a movie that's showing at like seven twenty, I'm like, I can just go watch a movie and then like my day is over. <laughs> so like versus what, like go home, like see what's going on shit like that like th- this is like an easy way to call it quits and wake up the next day a little learned oh yeah can drop some takes on yeah. people i can say that's uh, true yeah so i yeah I'll, I'll never apologize for shit like that that's just uh amazing Media. although uh i did get caught masturbating in <laughs> the movie theater movie. yeah <laughs> did anyone get any more details on that there are two there, new stories Oh, good. It's uh, an overweight person, and he mm. looked very pleased with himself. Like, well, not... He, well, yeah, literally. He did, he did just J.O. Yeah. But, I mean... He pleased himself. <laughs> that's true. Uh, but, I mean, I think sometimes, after you J.O., you're like, oh, that was gross. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. Like the, the yeah not shame. that guy. Louis not that C. guy. C.K. has a bit about that, which is oh, yeah. very true. I think he says it with, like, with masturbating and binge eating. Where like immediately after there's an immediate like, oh, like, self-loathing fuck. period. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not this guy. He was very uh, looked very. He had a pep in his step. So that shows uh, the negative uh, news cycle that we have. Because if you were to tell me that story, if you were to give me the information you just gave me, my headline would not be like perv uh, or like fucking fat perv caught masturbating in movie theater. My headline would be man has peace of mind. <laughs> Well, you know what that tells me? It tells me that this was not like a spur of the moment thing. This guy went this guy went to the emoji movie and yeah. was like, I'm gonna jerk off in the theater. And then he walked out and was like, Mission accomplished. Right. And rubbed his hands together and they were all sticky. Is there any scenario I mean the answer is obviously no, but like try to think of any scenario in which you'd be like I need to jail. This is right the now. time to to have a C in the movie theater. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I uh I don't think that, that 
whatever happened. Like even like the the time that I saw La La Land, quote unquote, in it's an empty porn. theater, uh, never even crossed my mind. Yeah, you just danced and sent stupid videos and yeah. selfies, and then you were like, oh shit, I'm not the only person here. Yeah, that was a fucking that was a great time. Yeah, uh, a weird amount of people busted J and O in a movie theater. Yeah, um, not the worst thing you can do in the movie theater. You could be the guy that remember in the previews, guy was like with his daughter. And he was texting, and the guy was like, hey, stop yeah. texting. And he was like, it's the previews, relax. And then and the then guy shot, shot him. him. Yeah. <laughs> so that's probably worse. That's, uh, yeah, like sh- showing someone whose boss is probably the worst thing. No, you know what's the worst thing? Is shooting somebody and then coming on them. Oh, yeah. If that guy, if it's like, what's the headline there? Like, man caught masturbating in the movie theater. Also His murdered. victim <laughs> of murder, his daughter, was not happy with it. Um so that's that's one of the things that came out this week that was just like a big headline and then not a ton of information after, or at least none that I uh, took in. The other is that uh, the Matchbox 20 concert this week was uh, delayed by like two hours because there were fucking thousands of bees. bees. Yeah. What would you do? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. I would get the fuck out of there yeah. for sure. I don't yeah. like bees. Yes, <laughs> I am. Thank you. I am... Uh, I'm not here for the bees. And I don't, I don't like to say, like, I'm here for slash yeah. I'm not here for. But, like, my ultimate truth in being there for something is that I am not here for bees. Nope. Uh, I don't. How do you get rid of a bunch of bees? Like, that many bees? I think fire. <laughs> fire? I assume. Did they just light the venue on fire? I, that's what I would do. I, well, I'll tell you, I'd never go back to that fucking venue again anyway. That's, I mean, was it in Mansfield? Because that would right. be like par for the course there. Yes, I'd be psyched. Uh, <laughs> and then good artists wouldn't go there anymore. But yeah, if I went to a venue and there were that many bees, and then a week later people were like, oh, like fucking John Bon Jovi's playing, you want to go? I'd be like, no, nah, there's fucking bees there. I was actually, there's a golf course where the Bruins every year have uh, their golf tournament, and they have availability there, and guys come out and talk, and... Uh, one thing about, I think I've discussed this in one of our reviews or emails asking about like reporting and stuff. I fucking, I, I have no use for a scrum. If there's a scrum mm-hmm. going on, I think to myself, How good, get the fuck out let of here. those fucking idiots all write the same thing. I'm going to yeah. go do something else and maybe it'll be worse, but I'll fucking, I'll have actually done some work. Yes. Um, that's. I was going to say, that's not to shit on people who do go in scrums, but that actually is it is. Even if I like you, like, get the, like, fucking, let's, let's take do, initiative. Yeah, right. Something yeah, different. exactly. Yeah. Pull up your bootstraps and uh, do a little work. So, um, I, <laughs> one year, there was just a lot of bees there. <laughs> and um, I forget who was standing there. It was, it was a player on the Bruins, and uh, everyone was doing the whole, like, how was your summer? You looking forward to getting back into the season thing? And, I think they're actually worse. Like, he was coming off an injury or something. I think it was Kevin Miller. And uh, people were, like, asking him, like, how does this feel? How does that feel or whatever? And I just made the decision in my head. I'm like, I'm not going to get... I'm not going to record this on my phone. I'm not going to write a story about this because there are fucking bees here. I'm just going to stand somewhere else. And I walked, like, 200 feet away, and I just stood there by myself. And then people came up to me after, and they were like, what happened? You look, you look pissed. Did something happen? I was like, yeah, there were fucking bees. I'm not going <laughs> to fucking stand there like b- trying to ask questions when there's a fucking bee in the mix. That, what if I get stung? That is commitment to the job. Yeah. And, Hockey tough. <laughs> right, no, and then I just like went home and I like texted like an agent or something about something else. And I just wrote, wrote something that had nothing to do with anything. And like, 
I'm I'm not gonna day at the office spoiled yeah. by bees. Yes, I am not here for the fucking bees. You know what we should do though is we should make T-shirts for the Max, Matchbox Twenty concert, and we should make it like the B movie poster and just put Rod Thomas's face on it. Yes, uh, I cannot wait. We have to get cracking soon on making all these um, on all these Rod Thomas really. shirts. I had, I had I had the spot in in Southie make yeah. me a shirt in like an hour. I love the spot. The spot is the best thing about the spot is I don't think they know either of us. Uh, but every request I think combined from either of us has been like a really ridiculous thing. That's like, and I need it in six minutes. Yeah. Like I need, like I have the stupidest idea for a t-shirt that I want to wear in three hours. Yeah. Go. Yeah. And we're, and they're like, uh, who the fuck are you? Right. But, Oh, fine. Yeah, <laughs> they just do it. They do it, and it's dope. Like they, this, this is a an impromptu uh, spot for the spot, but they're fucking awesome. They'll just make you your cool shit. So we're gonna do that, or we we could theoretically have our own merch store make them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but something about this is a good feeling of going to the spot with like a dumb idea, and yeah, I do like that idea because I think that like you go there and they're like, we make things for teams we make things for you're events like, no, communities you're like me no dumbass rob thomas shirt. yes right like no you're going to print rob thomas a thousand times <laughs> on a shirt and it's at the bottom it's going to say can you catch the misspelling and none of them are going to be misspelled so it forces the reader to just really soak in rob thomas a bunch of times it's a little little trickery it's an old uh, it's an old sales trick um, speaking of uh, the Dark Tower and things that people hated that were on a screen, uh, not us. TV debut. Not yeah, not us. That was that went unbelievably well received. I don't know how well it went, but it was just like universally people who don't follow us, people who aren't in on the joke, were like, "Good." <laughs> uh, I did. I was pleased with the reviews, although old people. Did not seem to enjoy I, We it. had to do a lot of digging. We found like three or four old white people who were fucking livid. They were which, pissed. to be honest, I was assuming it was going to be like a 50-50 split. Same. Yeah. I think that there might be a lot of people who kind of bit their tongues who are like, I don't really get it. And they kind of embarrass themselves, but I'm not going to be mean to them. But Either. all that matters is most of the things that were written down and sent out on Twitter and sent um, the guy who was on the desk uh, while we were on said he was like checking to see us on any twitter account and he said that like everything that came in was like i am so happy that this is on really yeah that is amazing yeah but i think it was mostly from uh our bruntouchables we're we're like barstool in that we weaponize social media but not really because uh if something comes out that can benefit us like seven to ten people will send a lot of really nice things and that's 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 kind of what we got going on. Like, we're it. not going to take down Roger Goodell single-handedly, no. but if you need someone to compliment us, such as this week, my friend in D.C. pointed me towards a tweet that said, uh, who does brunch the best? Uh, we sent that out to the Bruntouchables. Only responses that that tweet got was DJ Bean and Pete Blackburn. Hell yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I was very pleased. I thought it went... I thought it went as well as it could have for the first time around. It, that is exactly it. Like, I don't think either of us watched it back and were like, fuck, we were so funny. It was better uh, than I thought it yeah, was. I tried to watch it through the lens of someone, first, as someone who listens to brunch, because that was our thing when uh, we were talking to CSN about doing it, was like, we're going to try to stick as close to 
our game plan and what we do is possible. Because if all else fails, then, I mean, I know just from, like, Twitter or whatever, I don't know how many people, but, like, hundreds of brunch listeners, like, we're watching it live and we're fucking excited for it. And I really liked the idea of them knowing that they're in on the joke and seeing, like, exactly brunch on TV. No, like, wavering towards, uh, right. okay, we're going to break this down. We're going to present it in this way. So I I thought, like, if all else fails, those guys will like it. And it will just happen once. And that'll be funny. We'll be, like, the, the Pixies. Or we'll be Amy Winehouse. Like, this short-lived great thing. Um, but uh, the most... The only thing that was really difficult was... I'll say that I think that I had a much harder time uh, than you did because you were able to kind of, and this is to compliment you, um, given that like you hadn't done TV and stuff, you were able to just kind of transplant yourself in and just be Pete on brunch. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I don't know if this was conveyed, but it was. I realized it as it was happening. I was like, oh fuck! Like I've got to like say, like, welcome, and, like, set things up, which is a hallmark of brunch. We do not fucking do that. We don't introduce ourselves, which is why a lot of times you get shit on Twitter for things that I say. People who are, like, listening to the show for the first few times uh, can't tell who's who. Which shows who says the dumber stuff, because you're the only one that gets shit for it. No one ever, <laughs> like, no one ever accuses me of saying something. That's dumb actually that not you true. Said. There was uh, there was the last time that it happened. Somebody mistake mistook me uh, for you. Oh, so they were mad at me over something yeah. you said. Okay. Um, so that was, but that was like one small difficult thing. I think that after like the first ten seconds, that went away though. And uh, the other one was. I was actually talking to someone who was thinking of starting a podcast, and I was giving them some pointers, and they were saying, how long should it be? And I said, well, our sweet spot is we try to do 40 minutes to an hour. And they were saying, can, can you really like, go that long without feeling like you're forcing stuff or running well, out of gas? We can two hours. Right. <laughs> and I, that's a, that, I gave the example of wine, actually. And I said, actually, I said, we just did it on TV, and I found six minutes to be far more challenging oh, than an hour because if you go five minutes in a 40-minute podcast without being funny, then whatever. Like, yeah. It's just part of the podcast. If you go five minutes in a six-minute like segment... You have to pack your punches. W- yes, exactly. If you go five minutes in a six-minute segment without being funny, then holy, that was not funny. No. Nope. <laughs> like, that segment was bad. It yep. was not good. So, um, And it's also like a, a hallmark of brunch that... We just go off into random tangents. Yes. And, and that's, that, some, that's where we get some of our best stuff. And you th- can't totally. do that when you have a six-minute segment. And especially with the format that we had uh, where we had like four or five topics. Right, yeah. Um, so we, we, did, we went off on a couple tangents during the emoji movie thing, which I think that that was good. I think, that, again, like I, I'm not unhappy with any of that. And... After we we grabbed food right after we taped it, and we were like, think of how long it takes for TV shows, for anything, certainly for this podcast to kind of understand what its game is and how it works. Like, think of the pilot of fucking Parks and Rec versus right. what it became. Like, you, it just takes a little while to Absolutely. figure out how to perfect something. We're like, if that's what us not getting it yet is, we're going to be fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, uh, And spoiler alert. It's not the last time. That we're oh, yeah, it's not the last time. Yeah, they uh, right after uh, it aired, I talked to um, 
Kevin Miller, who is, he's the head honcho over there. And he's awesome. He's just like creative. He's open to everything. He's like, I, I've, I've never worked with someone with a, a better vision than that. So guy. here's, here's my compliment to him is that I communicated with him over email when he asked me if I wanted to do it. Uh, and basically he was saying like, Hey, we want, we just want brunch on TV. Yes. And I expected him to be like this loose, uh, like maybe youngerish person, yeah. And then I met him, and he was kind of older, middle aged. Right, with he's like, like forty. He wears plus. a suit, yeah. Uh, and I was like, huh, yeah, good for him, because yeah. that's not the kind of person that I would expect to embrace brunch. Yeah, he rules. He's a guy who uh, he's just uh, he's just like open to creativity. Like there's so many times when I'm, I'll just be around CSN, and I'll see him walking around or maybe like i'll poke in his office for whatever and we'll just like shoot the shit about whatever for a few minutes and i'm like typically a boss should be like what are you doing aren't you working like is there something that you should be doing but he's like every like content can come of anything uh we know that a lot of higher-ups don't know that he definitely like a lot of higher-ups in different businesses don't know that but He's definitely aware, like, like we have a, a whiteboard where, uh, like, me and Adam Hart will just write a question every day and people will fill in their answers. And he, like, loves that shit. He's like, this is, like, we can get stuff out of this. So that guy rules. Anyway. Um, we'll be so on I next was, week. Yeah, I was talking to him after and he was like, yeah, you guys will we'll definitely do that again. And also, uh, we kind of tricked them into letting us wear t-shirts and that was a hit. Yeah. Uh, wait, wait, a hit with who? Uh, with us, uh, <laughs> we oh, decided absolutely. that we like wearing <laughs> yes. t-shirts. Um, we uh, we were talking about what we should wear. Initially, we were like, if it's going to be like a segment, and if it's going to have to be serious at all, we got to wear tuxes to just show like we're a fucking we're a we're couple taking clowns. this seriously. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, fucking gym uh, and uh, really classy. And then uh, when they were like, yeah, it'll just be like a loose thing, like two guys sitting around talking about whatever they want. We we're like, fuck, we should wear t-shirts. So. I texted uh, John Zanis, who is kind of our point man for the whole thing. And I was like, uh, this might sound crazy, but what if we wore T-shirts or maybe T-shirts uh, with a blazer? And he said, yes. <laughs> so we just wore T-shirts. And we went in. They were like, oh, fuck. We thought you were going to be wearing blazers. We just went with the T-shirts. It was well received. Uh, there was a guy who tweeted at Comcast, um, gotta say, I'm impressed. Didn't think DJ would have a tattoo. Ooh. So I responded. That's a nice little win for you. No, I responded. I was like, what the fuck does that mean? I was mean? like, all right, I'll bite. What the fuck? Do, like, what could <laughs> that possibly fucking mean? Like, just take. He said he was impressed. Just take the. No, but I think it was like, uh, like, he like struck, he's, he's a weenie. A bitch. He's yeah, a weenie. Yeah. Well, you're I not mean, you're not cool unless you have a tattoo. Like, trust me, this this tattoo does make me cool because it's a cool tattoo. But having tattoos does not make you. cool. No, definitely not. Um, but uh, here's here's where. Uh, uh, you're welcome because uh, <laughs> they tried to make us wear blazers and they were going to give me somebody else's blazers, but I'm so small that they couldn't yes. find anything to fit. I was that was like uh, we didn't, but if it were, if they were to re- reshoot this for a movie or a TV show, they would dramatize it where they would say. Uh, so we yeah we went into the guys' um, kind of changing room, which is it's just a cool little like lounge area. I got a. I've got the only thing I have in there is the wrinkle release spray. Everyone's <laughs> nice. got clothes in there. Yeah. I just have fucking wrinkle release spray. So we're in there, and they said they were like, "Well, you can always grab someone else's uh, blazer if need be and wear that." If they were to dramatize this, 
you and I could then give each other a little look. Like, like, no, of like, you know what to do. (laughs) And then you would say, sure, let me just try one on and see if any of these fit. Because we all fucking knew None, of, None those of those were gonna fit. But then well, I was scared for a second. They were like maybe like Giardi, and I yeah. was like, "Fuck that he small, is small bitch!" Oh, <laughs> he's not this small though. Right? Uh, his yeah. sh- his sh- jacket was fucking huge on me. That that really did surprise me because he they, like so his clothes are made by nine tailors, and they do not fuck around there. They tailor it to a fucking T. There is not an ounce of fat left on that. So I thought I was like, you know, what, maybe it'll just look a little baggy. On you, and it was still it's huge. Next time I'm with Giardi, yeah. I'm gonna just like quickly uh, take his measurements. Yeah, just like get a feel for like his shoulders. I was gonna say next time at CSN because you have hope, broad shoulders. I said I was gonna say next time that I was that I'm at CSN, I want Giardi to be there so I can stand next to him mm. and just double check to yeah. see that is he that big? Maybe so. you know what would be a classic Giardi move. Um, is if he keeps clothes stuffs. that are bigger <laughs> in that, yeah, in like it says on there, like Mike Giardi. So people think, like, oh, fuck. He's Giardi. bigger than I thought. Yeah, oh, Giardi's bigger than I, I thought. He's a, he's a 42. Wow. I, th- I thought he was like a 36. I, I, I bet Giardi is like a 36 regular or something. What are you? Uh, that's it's a good question. I don't really know. You know what I'm supposed to be? What? What I'm supposed to be? Yeah. Uh, well, it depends. I'm always, I, I get. Fat and then less fat, but uh, a lot of times I'm supposed to be a 39. That shit, shit just doesn't exist. So I just wear a 38 because I would rather rather be, be a snug little snug than yeah. big. Because uh, it looks, if it's a little big, it looks look like, like you a don't know what you're doing. Slob. Exactly, it looks like you fucking don't know what you're doing. And if it's a little snug, it means that you're ambitious. Yeah, they're like, or like that they're like, oh, that guy used probably used to that be hot. Used to fit. Yeah, <laughs> just too bad he got fat. Uh, we'll jump into music and reviews with this. Uh, our friend is off Twitter again. Uh, Father John Misty. Father John Misty is off Twitter because... Uh, I don't know if this is why, but uh, I, XPN Fest was this past weekend, and Strand of Oaks, who got in an argument with Father John Misty after his meltdown last year, because that's where he did his whole come out, lecture everybody, and then walk off the stage not perform. I think he played like snippets of like two songs or something, but that was really what put him on the map as a crazy person. So this past weekend uh, was that festival, and Strand of Oaks came in and opened with uh, Hollywood Cemeteries Forever so they could hold the world record for Father John Misty songs played at that festival. That's an awesome move. That's, That's like, hilarious. Yeah, right, it's like a good like little dick move. Yeah. Uh, like they they had to rehearse that like they they put work right. into yeah that. They, they 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 committed they're to that. so petty that they like they learned how to play that song yeah. and came out and did it so good yes. for them uh, so Father John Misty is currently not on Twitter oh which other musical other music festival news uh, all oh loses this year is a disaster that sucks yeah um it uh, there was inclement weather so. The later sets of Thursday night, day one, Lord were, uh, and Muse. Yeah, Muse. I never totally got Me neither, into, but but people and, lost their dicks over them when right. they came back. I would still really want to see Lord because I've seen her once, and it was one of the most amazing concert going experiences I've had. Because it was similar, actually. It was Boston Calling. It got evacuated during the day because it was pouring. There was lightning. It was crazy, and uh, 
then they had to cancel everything in the middle of the day, and it came back. Uh, the two final acts of the night were Lord and Childish Gambino, and Lord came out, and it was just fucking pouring, and no one cared. I feel, I feel like everybody should just. I feel like every Lord show should just be hit with like storms, yes. and thunder, and lightning. It was. She's just like a witch. Yes, exactly. It was. <laughs> she just cackles while yeah. it's lightning in the background. And I don't know what her stage setup is like now, but it used to just be like her and a guy with a laptop. So it was like just like a singular light on her like there's not much that's going what it on like in the video and you I really saw. yeah and like you really kind of soak up all the space that that's being presented to you so seeing that through just a fucking downpour is really really fucking cool so that stinks because Lollapalooza got really close to getting that and instead they just were like nah and they just cut it short uh so that got cut short um also Migos mm. was they there was they like were a, late and it's at an unexplained incident, which that's is... A, that's the new hot shit, man. Yeah. Unforeseen circumstances, you can't get that you fucking it, out that of anything. It, that, like, gives it a... Like, you're just late, and, like, that yeah. makes it seem mysterious. Yes, like, right. What happened? Yeah. Uh, no, you just... Like, oh, you two late. broke up? What happened? <laughs> uh, there were unforeseen Unexpl- circumstances. Unexplained circumstances. Yeah, just... Uh, it was well, just what, is she an alien? No, yeah, no <laughs> one could have foreseen it. It was, it was, it was very, very uh, unfortunate. And also, Liam Gallagher walked off like his set early uh good i watched the migos live stream and they were awesome and uh better than they were at boston calling just super hype uh i was fucking getting like i almost had to turn it off a couple times like the the shots of the performers on stage and then when they cut to the crowd and you see just how fucking deep it goes you're like i was uh, like did you get fomo yeah it was really bad fomo i was like fuck i want to be there i gotta ask you a question um did did they leave that guy bad and bougie who said oh, you say I'm all bad bougie? What? Say <laughs> so I'm all for bad bougie. <laughs> say what? I said I'm not bad bougie. Well, I'm bad bougie. <laughs> say again. <laughs> I love that that guy's become a huge meme. DJ Academics. Oh yeah. man, he is just like the punching bag of American pop culture right now. Uh, speaking of American pop culture, you, uh, I know that you don't care about this. But uh, oh. Boonk Gang <laughs> has become very important to me. Uh, Boonk Gang, I'm like in on Boonk Gang. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 you know when you know that you're annoying somebody? Yeah. Like I, you keep sending me tweets from right. Boonk Gang and I don't respond to them, but I do chuckle to myself oh, every okay, time good. I see because them. Because I'm like, fuck, like, he doesn't care, but I, I just need to share it with well, someone. I think the, the gifts really sell it. Yeah. It's like the one that you sent me yesterday was like, when he handed you that abortion money and, <laughs> and you, you were never pregnant, you were just fat. And it's like a gif of somebody jumping over yeah. like a bush yeah. and running away. Uh, and it was like, boom, gang. And I was like, okay, that's kind of funny. Right. Or it's like uh, a common one is like, after head, he say, he your say, turn. your turn, boom, gang. And then someone, so boom, gang is a thing. These guys, they do you know what it is? bad shit. You know what it's it is? It's a gallon smash thing, that, basically. It's like, it's the YouTube, it's a prank, bro. Yeah, right. It's That's what it, that's what it is. You do dumbass shit yeah. that is like very annoying and not really a prank. Yeah. It's just you're being an asshole. Totally. And you just yell, boom, gang. Right. So <laughs> these, yeah, that you, I couldn't have <laughs> said it better myself. Uh, and the actual videos of the guys doing it aren't that funny. Uh, there's one that's really funny. They go into a convenience store. Oh yeah, and the guy's hilarious. just like, like one guy is eating. Uh, what's he? He's eating a joint. 
Yeah. And he's, he's like, I don't, don't smoke, smoke trees, I eat them. We don't smoke blunts, we eat them. Yeah. So he's eating it, like, munching really loudly. He doesn't have a shirt on. A guy walks through in his underwear, <laughs> jumps up on a uh, counter. Oh, uh, yeah. And just yells, I am on cocaine. <laughs> like, very loudly. <laughs> right. It honestly looks like fucking monsters took over this <laughs> store. There's like three or four dudes just doing fuck. Like, there's a guy fucking eating a joint. There's a guy screaming about cocaine and his under like straight in his underwear yeah yeah uh and then there's another one where uh the, the i like the convenience store one where the he hood slip and slide yes he puts the sun drop yeah so he pours two <laughs> liters of sun drop on the floor of a convenience store and calls it the hood slip and slide and just keeps sliding back and forth like five feet and he's super racist to the uh convenience store owner do you oh, notice no. that what did he say the guy is like uh Excuse me, like you, you have to leave. He has some sort of accent. He's like, and he the, has like an Indian accent. Yeah, and the guy, he's like, I'm just doing a hood slip inside my friend. And he says like my, fr- like, oh, like in the in that accent. He yeah, talks and accent. yeah, he keeps saying like my friend. Yeah, and uh, like I remember once I did construction landscape back in the day, and uh, one guy used to fuck around all the time, and then whenever a Spanish person would tell him like, hey, like, what do you do? Like that's not how you do it. You're doing it wrong. Yeah, the guy would say, okay, thank you. Oh, God. And like that was like that's. It's quite racist. At least you didn't uh, call him essay. Right, exactly. <laughs> but like but the mocking the foreign person trying to speak English really mean. Also mocking uh, a foreign person trying to like run their business in America oh, right, yeah, while yeah, you're exactly. doing a hood oh, slip yeah, and slide yeah. on their floor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you you should not be the one being doing the mocking. Right. Like the the, the the crazies that are watching this saying get out of this country are are talking probably to the guy that's doing a slip and slide all <laughs> right. over the place. Um but yeah, uh, so that's turned into a meme of if you just do anything, you just yell boom gang. Uh, I I did I tried it out myself. I tweeted something and a guy said like I never understand your tweets, man. So I quote tweeted with boom gang, <laughs> all lowercase. Uh, there's there's usually a lot of hype behind uh, boom gang. There's yell boom gang and then you run away. So watch out for that. It's I just search it. On my phone. On Twitter, I just search Boonkang and see what comes up. In fact, I'm going to do a little Boonkang search right now. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, yeah. There's one where they they stand at a red light, and it's like three dudes stand at a red light that's, uh, there's like three lanes, and they just sprint at the cars and run over. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this person says, trying to boonk gang your heart, babe. What? Oh, there's another one that's like, uh, <laughs> I forget what it was. It was like, uh, me, like, this only about tonight, babe. Like, uh, uh, like I, I just want you for one night. Her, K, <laughs> me, boonk gang. <laughs> oh, my God. What the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, right. and then there's a Christopher Columbus. That's the worst one. Christopher Columbus. It's like, can I see y'all's land right quick? <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, but just so you know, it's R, and then cut hey, off like boom, boom game. <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, so yeah, uh, but I like I like uh, I like alternate history with with boom gang. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's that's the way it should be done. Uh, we have reviews. Let's hit those right quick. No. Um, oh, I'll do this one. More love for Pete, says WETV's Golden Boy. 
That sounds like that person's from Waltham, because that's my high school television station. Nice. Uh, I have just recently started to listen to Brunch after being a loyal liker and retweeter of Pete's on Twitter for quite some time. Uh, in parentheses, DJ, this is no knock on you because I'm slowly yes, it fa- fucking is. I'm slowly falling in love with you in a confusing way. I love it. It's witty and relatable, and I just wish more people could be exposed to it because you guys deserve more recognition. I wish I could mention something in this review that would prove I'm this epic longtime listener, but for now, all I can say is you guys are killing it. Keep it up, gents. P.S. Pete, you and I share an identical viewpoint on the handsomeness of Harry Styles. Hmm. Jesus. Okay. Is it weird? This isn't to be petty. I don't, I don't... Wait, I just want to first of all say I don't think my... I don't think my view on Harry Styles is a hot take. I feel like no, most people yeah, think he's yeah, very that handsome. Guy looks, that guy looks terrific. Uh, is it weird that in the podcasting world, people find out about me through you? When a million years ago, th- th- this is going to sound petty no matter what. I'm not trying to make it sound petty. You but like, like put, it's crazy. You like me on. I, like, I was like, people will say like, I found out about DJ because Pete gave him a retweet. And like, that was like... That was like what that was our thing. Like I would I'd retweet the the little boy. That does sound petty. No, I, it's fine by me. I mean like it's you know what it is? It's like a uh, I'm did, just saying how did, do you feel did, about did, surpassing did he find me? BIG? What's that? Did Diddy find BIG? Uh um, cuz Diddy was like the shit for a while mm-hmm. and I feel like he put BIG on. Yeah. But now Oh yeah, like, and like BIG became is, now yeah. like Diddy's behind Biggie for yeah. sure. Uh if there's a uh, that's I don't know if any of that's true. Maybe. <laughs> if there's any of us that you should be following on Twitter, though, for real, it is Pete. Uh, let's see. What's the... Uh, well, I can't find the next it. One, all right, uh, the next 30 one. hours. Two guys agreeing on stuff? Yeah, that one's... Or, uh, and don't see. mind if I do is another one, too. Okay. Uh, checked Two guys agreeing on stuff by the Zesty Italian. Checked out the podcast a few months ago since I've always enjoyed following Pete on Twitter, and I was hooked. However, I've never found myself able to answer the what is brunch question I receive whenever I recommend it to friends. Until now. Folks, it's two guys agreeing with each other on all things pop culture and John Hamm. I look forward to every episode and even find myself quoting Pete and DJ in conversations with my friends. Also, DJ's Ray Romano impression is so spot on, it kills me every time. Uh, If there's anything that I've been surprised by on this podcast, it's that people have said that the Ray Romano impression is actually good. It's. I don't know if it's good, but it's definitely funny. Yeah, maybe it's entertaining. I got a text from an old friend yesterday that was like, "Start listening to your podcast." Oh my god! Like, I'll, I'll listen to it every week if you do a Ray Romano impression. And I was like, "What the fuck?" A <laughs> <laughs> uh, quick little Ray Romano update. He does not like the show. He just won't come on. Oh fuck yeah! What do we do with that? I don't know. Uh, I I told you that you should respond with why Robert. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, My Ray Romano impression is terrible. They, they said they said this is a pass, and they did it in like a minute after I responded. There's no fucking way they check with Ray Romano. Definitely not. And I want to be like, check with check with him. Would you check with him? Go go to his house. He's with the twins right now. Just check with him and ask him if Robert's gonna come over. Maybe he'll do it. Ah, you don't have the chutzpah to... I, I make him a little more Jewish than he should be. <laughs> I know. You gotta say lemon pepper chicken. Ah, d- is is he really afraid of coming on because I, I, I didn't peg him for being a lemon pepper chicken? 
Nice. There Why has go. he got to be a little bitch about this? Quote a Met. God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't Mind If I Do by Kay Sanborn 12. Hot guys with hot takes about other hot guys, and I'm into it. Yeah. That's correct. Is that the only thing on there? Yeah. That, that's it? That's it. Yeah. Uh, I put some time into this week's music things because uh, I am not... Uh, I like when I... I'm uh, I'm co-hosting Boston Sports Tonight tonight, and uh, I like when that happens because that means I don't have to go into work until later, so I get to do some of the old shit that I used to do, such as get up, sit around, listen to some music, and uh, so I was able to peruse some new music for this week. One song, two of them are songs that came out this week, and one of them is a semi-recent song, but they're all fucking great. Um... Let me see. Uh, I wrote these down. Oh, the first one is uh, Midnight by Jesse Ware. That song is fucking awesome. Jesse Ware is fucking awesome. Uh, Listen to that shit. You'll like it. Um, Another one is Ray Sremmerd. Does anyone know how to say that guy's name? Nope. I almost didn't pick his song because I'm afraid to... (laughs) That you pronounce his name wrong? Yeah. Uh, But he has a song called Perplexing Pegasus, and it is very good. Uh, but the big one for this week is a song by Kim Petras, I believe, called I Don't Want It At All. And it, it I sent it to you right away. It is a fucking amazing song. It is just, it's just big fucking dancey. It's synthy. It, it checks all our boxes. It's everything that we want. So two things about this. Uh, one, I Googled the singer. The singer is possibly the youngest trans person Ooh. like to complete the operation ever. She really? got she got everything done when she was like 13 or something. She's 24 now. That's crazy. And she's on and she's got pipes, man. Imagine like making a life decision that big at age 13. I know. I that's... couldn't like decide anything at the age 13. Yeah, like holy shit. And plus, you're a prankster when you're 13. What if you were like, hey, I need to go through this expensive <laughs> surgery. Boom, gang. <laughs> Damn it. I was going to use that <laughs> ah, Yeah. You son of a bitch. <laughs> you, I saw your eyes light up, and I was I like, know. I think that if <laughs> I don't get this so quick. He's changed genders in boom, gang. It's now or never. Boom, gang. <laughs> um, so that's, that's a very interesting thing about uh, this artist. But here's the bigger thing. So I was listening to the song, and I was like, this song is basically Prima Donna by Marie and the Diamonds. You know that song? Nope. Yeah, you do. Maybe. Prima Donna girl. Maybe. Yeah. All I ever wanted was the world. I cannot but a knee. Hey-oh. <laughs> and she does that. It's like a yodel. Uh, okay. It's like a, Maybe. It's like a big, uh, like, pulsing jam. So... I'm listening to to this song, big pulsing jam, and I was like, "This song is exactly Prima Donna Girl." And then I thought, "Wait a second, I think Doctor Luke produced uh, Prima Donna." So looked it up. Doctor Luke produced this song. Oh yeah. And do you know Doctor Luke's situation? That's uh, that's Kesha. That's the like K- yeah, maybe rapist. Yes. But. So he is back in action just like she is and i must say 
So far, this song's better than anything that Kesha's put out. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Not that you want to come com- on. What? Come on. No, in, no, 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 no. I mean, oh, like yeah, recently. Okay. I mean, like in the midst of this oh, thing. Okay. Which, okay. by the way, folks, this lawsuit is it's kind of bananas. Like Lady Gaga's being brought. Yeah, into it now it's and- like it's. I am. I'm Team Kesha on everything in life, but this is not. There's no. It's not your there's no. The mill. Yes, exactly. There, there's no way to say this without sounding like I'm being an asshole. This is not an open and shut case. Yeah. And judges. Well, Lady have Gaga be- is br- being brought in like on the side of Dr. Luke. Yes. Right? Yeah. Because like apparently they. And uh, she's tight with Kesha, but. But Dr. Luke is like, if you're text messages like, that, that would dispute the claims. Right. And that's not good for Kesha because already a couple of times judges have kind of caught her in lies. Yeah. So this thing like th- this is far from done, I think. And it is messy as fuck. So but I, I it's interesting that Dr. Luke, a that he's going back after Kesha as hard. And also, like, back in the game. Right, exactly. And that he's, like, coming out with some some high-quality stuff. But, yeah, it's... Uh, I think we're both kind of tiptoeing around it because it's such a fucked-up situation. Well, yeah, I mean, like, it's a very sensitive situation where you, right. like... If somebody comes forward with, like, sexual assault allegations... Right. I, I hate when people are like, no, she's just trying to, to get right. this guy. Like, she's trying to get his money. And, right. Like, that's, like, one of the... E- like, not the easiest, but that's one of, like, the the laziest yeah, and exactly. most like insulting things and that's why people don't come forward a lot of the time exactly because they don't want to be accused of that so like when but like but if then, you then, actually then, have something to suggest that that might be the case yes exactly then you kind of have to like you can't just let somebody's life be ruined <laughs> yeah so yeah it's 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 a very sensitive right thing to i talk. mean i have no idea who is telling the truth and none of us fucking do it's a complete fucking guess but i mean obviously if this guy did any of the shit and like he's denying like a lot of it like there was a deal that he had with kesha which was like all right you're out of the contract all you have to do is say that i didn't do this shit and she wouldn't do it but she also she also i think was like a free agent after uh she after when she says a lot of shit went down and she signed with him. So there's basically th- this thing is shooting back and forth. Like if I, I understand if a lot of people don't want to look into the case and keep up with every kind of development because it's fucked, but this thing is ugly and it's, it's far from over. So uh, that's just a fun little way to bring down your day with uh, two music Titans uh, tearing each other down. Uh, what are your songs? Uh, I didn't really put any time into it this week, um, but I did watch 500 Days of Summer last mm. night, which... Were you sad? Good for me. Was I sad? Yeah. No. I just wanted to see it. A lot of times when I watch it, I'm, I, I, I'm prompted to watch it. Okay. No, I just uh, I like thought of it, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch that movie tonight. Hmm. Rented it on demand. Ooh. you. Oh, dude, let me take care of you. I, could, I, I think I have it... I think I own it digitally and physically. Okay, so I can toss you one of them. I'll be, I'll I also I didn't realize. Actually, I don't even know if I have a DVD player. Ooh, I have. I didn't realize. Uh, I have about time on DVD. Didn't know that. Okay, I could give that to you too. Uh, again, I don't know if I have a DVD player. Oh. Uh, um, what was the last better. movie that you bought physically? 
Um, I don't know. I considered buying. Um, I considered buying uh, Get Out because they tease the alternate ending. But then, cool thing about the internet, it's just on the internet, yep. so I just watch it there instead. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think the last movie that I physically bought was Crazy Stupid Love. Ooh, that's that's one I own physically. Um, you know what stinks about uh, DVDs not be- and Blu-rays not being a thing you buy anymore? What? Presents. That's true. Used to be so fucking easy to buy someone a present. Just buy them a fucking DVD. Go to Best Buy, knock out all your shopping. Now Especially I'm going if it was fu- a family member, because yeah. you're buying yourself a DVD. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so now I'm going to fucking Best Buy and buying Banana Republic right now with cards. Me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to add uh, Vagabond by Wolfmother. Nice. Because um, I like that song. You, I was like very, very high on Wolfmother yeah. when they first came out, because like their first album was, they had Joker and the Thief, they had mm-hmm. Woman, with, like those two songs are fucking amazing. Uh, and I thought that they were going to be like the next big shit. And then they broke up. Hmm. So that kind of sucks. Uh, I like Vagabond's a good song. Um, yeah. Nice. I don't really have anything else. Maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll throw in a secret ad if I think of one. We can know, know it's a, we should do a thing where you can do a steal. If you can't think of songs, I can pick songs for you. Like, okay. like oh, you, oh, now you have Can You Feel the Love Tonight by Elton John because he says Vagabond that song. Okay. So now it's right, one of your... add Can You Feel the Love Tonight. <laughs> nice. Sweet. Thanks, um, man. <laughs> uh, I watched Ozark in full this week. Yeah, what the fuck is all people talk... People talk about watching Ozark more than they talk about Ozark. That's true. And you want to know why? Why? Because it's not that good. Why did... I know. I've watched so a lot he, of bad shit. So it, it's not bad. It's definitely not bad. It's just entertaining enough to like keep you going. I would say... You know what it is? It's the, it's the anti-Better Call Saul. Mm. Because the, the topic is very interesting. The premise. It's basically... It's almost like Breaking Bad. And people keep comparing it to Breaking Bad, which I hate because it's not even in the same atmosphere stratosphere is breaking bad nothing is right uh except maybe the water um and the sopranos but those are the big three yeah um but it's about a guy who gets involved with the cartel and he's basically washing money for the cartel and and laundering money and uh he has to go to the lake of the ozarks and set up shop down there um and he gets involved with like a bunch of bad people, blah 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 blah. And he's just like this average suburban dad. Ah. Um, that that topic is kind of interesting, and so it keeps your attention because there's like, you know, it's he's dealing with bad people and he's not accustomed to it. So uh, you know, it kept my attention, but like the the development isn't great. Um, like the characters aren't that likable mm. and you know you're it never really pulls you in so it's like the anti better call Saul because better call Saul is like this topic should not be interesting right to and me, it gets you it so is. close to it yeah. for way too long right yeah. and so um i kind of just like watched it mindlessly mm. and um gave it a little walking dead is, watch yeah so this is what i this is what i can say about ozark is that a lot's going on, but nothing really happens. Ah. So, like, there's shit that moves so fast. Yeah. That, like, there's a shit ton that happens throughout the season. But it happens and goes so fast that you're, like, it doesn't draw you in. Like, so that's another Better Call Saul thing. It's, like, shit happens in Better Call Saul, but they build up to it so much that it's fucking memorable when it happens. Oh, yeah. 
in this, it's just like, oh, wait, that I didn't fucking see that coming. Uh. And then you just forget about it because something else happens two seconds later. So there's no build. There's no like it's it's not a good show. <laughs> yeah. So you're like, that sucks. Um, and, I, and it sucks because I love Jason Bateman. Hmm. And yeah. He, he's OK in it. And Laura Linney's in it. She's pretty good. Hmm. Um, but it's not. I wouldn't recommend it to anybody, really. Speaking of recommends, Jeff gave the hard recommend on the true TV show, I'm Sorry, uh, starring Andrea Savage, Tom Everett Scott, the fucking God, uh, Jason Manzoukas, a lot of good people, Judy Greer, love me some Judy Greer. The cast is very good. Cast is outstanding. Um, I li- I've watched three of the four episodes. I'm not super motivated to watch the fourth, but I'm going to, and I think it's going to be a show I watch. What do you think? Really? Yeah. Uh, I watched it. I was not... I was very not into the first episode. Um, For, I, thought, I thought it was a decent pilot. It was it's just basically an episode to set up that this lady keeps fucking putting her foot in her mouth and gets everyone to hate her. Basically like a, a female Kerber enthusiasm. Yeah. So like <laughs> I found... Uh, so Andrea Savage is the main character. Mm-hmm. Um, I find her very annoying, <laughs> and I think I mean she's supposed to be. Right, that's her character. Um, but I don't know. There's not a lot of th- like I don't love her, and I know that you love Tom Everett Scott. Yeah, he, he doesn't, doesn't balance he doesn't it out do well. It. Enough. He doesn't do it for me in yeah. this. Like he, you know what he is? He's the Jim Halpert of this show. Like he just kind of yeah makes a goofy face yeah and like is kind of a nice guy yeah and that's it. You uh, you really need to watch that thing. You do. Because then you will have just an unending wealth of love in your heart for Tom Everett Scott. I will say that Jason Manzukis is enough to keep me. To He's awesome in everything. Did you show. see the episode about the him going out on the date? Yeah, amazing. Yeah. yeah. So that episode was really good. Yeah. And I also really liked the uh, dinner party episode. Is that which, the racist I think that's daughter three one? and four. Yeah, racist daughter. Yeah, uh, two and three because I haven't seen four. Okay, so yeah. two and three. Um, I really like it. So those ones are pretty good. So I, for first season, like you said, there are a lot of things that you can, they kind of have to hit their stride and figure yeah. out what they are. This is pretty good. Yeah. Um, you know who else I really, really liked? Who? Is the, the black guy, who uh, Gary Anthony Williams. Oh, is that the guy from Malcolm Middle? Uh, I think so, yeah. And yeah. he lost a lot of weight. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, he's hilarious. Yes. I love his mannerisms. 